beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode of Sultuary V Podcast, a podcast that's a safe space to have conversations from the soul. I'm super excited about today's episode because it's something that's been on my heart for like the past few months because I, especially this month, just because this month I have been just really in my feels and just really sitting with the fact that it's about to be a year since my whole life changed. So it's it's just been such a beautiful journey since last year and all of the beautiful things that have happened to me and all the beautiful growth that I have had in the last year. I am beyond grateful for all of it. I am beyond grateful to be in the space that I am today especially in the physical space that I am in today. I am recording my first episode solo in the studio, which is such a special space for me. And I know it's such a special space for so many others that are have already come in here and that are going to even come in here and create. So I sit here today with just so much gratitude for what God has done in my life. And all of the beautiful things that are even to come. I know this is only the beginning of my success and just the beautiful things that are to come in my life. And I'm just, again, so incredibly grateful. So today, I really want us to have a conversation about the fact that problems are actually good for us. Problems actually reveal so much goodness to us when we can change our narrative and to stop making us believe that problems are bad for us when we can change that narrative in our head that problems are just these catalysts for experiencing the fullness and beauty of life everything can change And, you know, that's been probably one of the biggest things that I have learned this last year because, you know, my previous relationships that I have been in, not even just the last one, I have always felt like, and not even just in romantic relationships, this is like in any type of relationship, but definitely my last relationship, I felt as if I was always the problem, as if Emily was never enough. Emily always had to change parts of herself, and I did. I changed every part of myself. So this past year has just been about what that has taught me. The fact that me being the problem and creating myself as this problem, what has that done for me? And looking back now, I see the beauty and the fullness of my life because of everything that I've experienced. So one of the things that I have learned is that when we know what we don't want, we know what we do want. So this is why I say problems are good and they can reveal so much to us. Because when, again, I'm going to say it again, when we know what we don't want, we know what we do want. Problems only mean that solutions are available to us and they give us an opportunity to seek 
something different than what is. Because if you don't have a problem, there's no solution. That means you're just content and okay. And to be honest, that's not the reality of life. Like we're going to have problems arise all the time. It's about how we deal with them. Problem brings about an opportunity for newness, for self-discovery, for so many beautiful things. And I will tell you, the only thing in the way of your happiness is you, is changing this narrative that we create in our heads that we cannot change the current situation. The solution to most of your problems is just changing the way that you think about them. You see, we've got to stop having the experience as the problem. The problem is in the experience. The problem is what we're doing with that experience. You know, usually when things happen in our lives, we start freaking out. And freaking out is not usually what happens when something in your life needs change. Depression, anger, sadness, all of these emotions we feel when something isn't right. We've got to stop gauging how bad things are by how much you panic. You, your panic is actually a result of your lack of alignment. And this is something that I have experienced more recently. Actually, for like uh, ever since I started my self-discovery journey. It's funny because I went into therapy last month and I was telling my therapist just how like I was feeling so much anxiety. I was like feeling some of my depression. I was feeling all of these overwhelming emotions and I felt like life was just extremely overwhelming. And then I, it's funny because before she even said anything, I was like, you know what? I know what it is. It's me. It's my lack of alignment. I have not been meditating. I have not aligned myself with myself, with God. So I know that anytime I am seeing reality as not a beautiful space or place, it's because I'm out of alignment. And don't get me wrong, it's okay. I am, you guys know, I am the first to talk about how it's okay to feel emotions other than joy peace and love you know we're freaking human beings but anytime that we're feeling these other emotions it's because we are out of that alignment because when we're aligned we see that nothing is ever really that bad it's just allowing ourselves to base that level of bad off of our state of being and that state of being has to do with how aligned with yourself are you? How much love are you giving to yourself? Is your garden watered? And that's something that we forget to do, you know, because life is busy and we're constantly on the go. We're constantly on that life chasing, you know, chasing our dreams, chasing success, which I can tell you, all of the beautiful things come when you are so aligned with yourself. You will attract the most beautiful things in your life when you are aligned. And you will experience life at such a deeper and more beautiful level when you are aligned with yourself. 
So seek that alignment with yourself. Spend time with yourself. Meditate. Take time to water that garden. Because if we remain in a calm, aligned space, we can see that every moment has a choice and a solution. Because when we're aligned, we can better deal with these quote-unquote problems rather than reacting from a space of just like your emotion which yes we need to follow our emotions but sometimes we let them overtake us we've got to expand our perceptions if you're uncomfortable that just means that you're being pushed to think beyond what you've known you're being called to see yourself in a new way you know something that's been really beautiful about just me evolving as like my creative self and just as emily has been realizing that there is a correlation between worry and creativity it's actually part of the human evolution you know, I've learned so much about myself and my creativity through this book called Big Magic. I think I've talked about it before. It's by Elizabeth Gobert, such an incredible book that talks about creativity. And I actually believe that all human beings are creatives. Because if you think about it, we are creating this beautiful life. And that in itself is creativity. When you see yourself as a creative being, you open yourself to all of these possibilities of life. The more that we fear, the more creative we are in creating solutions to adapt to an alternative. So that's why I say we are so freaking creative. Like we can literally, because of the choice that we have, I think choices and creativity actually go hand in hand because when you have a choice, when you allow, when you open up your mind to see that you're creative, you create these choices. And then you see your fears as catalysts for bettering your life, not as you being like condemned to suffering. So instead you choose things that are gonna create beauty rather than suffering. And that's such a beautiful part of being a human, the fact that we have these choices. We have so much choices that you can choose what you think about, and even when it feels like you can't, it's because you're choosing to believe that. I think it's so important to let your choices be guided by the person that you hope to become. I've been listening to so much of uh, the teachings of Abraham by Esther Hicks, and it's like really big on like law of attraction and like the things that you can manifest and bring about into your life, and. It's crazy because you can literally, again, it's about being this creative being. That's what I see all of this as like, I am creating the life of my dreams by the choices that I'm making today. It's in the choices of now that we're going to become who and what we want to be. So we've got to stop holding ourselves back from living the lives that we fully want to live because of one little broken dream or one no or one one person turning you down 
that doesn't mean that we're going to have a broken future. Like one no is just an opportunity for you to have a yes somewhere else that where it's actually meant to be. Failed attempts actually lead us to successful futures and lives if we choose to see them that way. So again, a failed relationship can doesn't mean that your life is over. A no to a job doesn't mean that your life is over. It just means that there's something bigger and better out there for you if you choose to see it that way. And I believe that's how we need to see all of our problems as opportunities for good things to come about. I can even go to say that the obstacle is the way. It's part of the journey. It's part of learning and and reinventing yourself. Let what you dislike about your present be a guiding light toward what you want to love about your future. Recognize that when you're lost, you're also free. We so often think that when we have to start over with anything, that starting over is bad. But starting over is true freedom. And starting over means that we have a brand new opportunity to pick even better than we did before, to make better choices than we did before. If you don't like yourself, you have a chance to fall in love with yourself. And that's even better than liking yourself. You have a new chance to fall in love with life when you don't love life. You see, it's all about narrative and the stories that you tell yourself. Are you allowing yourself to be creative? Are you allowing yourself to see life as just constant new beginnings, constant new opportunities? Everything is here to help you. Your life will truly change when you come into terms with this fact that everything is here to help you. Again, you've got to shift that perspective that we have to thinking that everything is bad and everything is against you. No, everything is here for you. That is the beauty of life. And for me, that is the beauty of believing in God, that God is for me. And when I'm aligned with myself, I can see that in life. When you can believe that everything is here to help you, that will become the most powerful thing that you can choose to do. Choosing to see that everything is a guide to becoming the very best version of you. When we think there's a purpose for our pain, the discomfort of it dissolves and it turns from being annoying to becoming an opportunity for that growth and for us to become that best version of ourselves. Because we can either live our lives and see ourselves as a victim of what happens to us or as someone who's giving the, given the opportunity to change, grow, and see the world differently and to expand and, again, to become that best version of ourselves. You can either see the world as something that makes you feel or you can see the world as a projection of the only way to be extraordinary depends on what we do with the ordinary. So it's in the little moments, it's in the little problems that we see from day to day. How are we living those moments? Because that's going to depend on how we live the big moments. The only way to grow is by stepping into the unknown. And it's why so many people have 
breakdowns before they have breakthrough moments. Often our lives are leading us to better possibilities than we ever think are possible. We just didn't know that it was good at the time. You know, at the time of my divorce, I didn't know. You know, I had this deep down gut feeling, had this soul feeling that I knew it was going to be good. But I remember in the moment, I'm like, holy shit, my life is over. <laughs> I remember having that thought. I'm like, my life is over. But at the same time, I knew it was just the beginning, just the beginning of me to create new and beautiful things, just the beginning for me to be free and to be the best version of myself. It was an opportunity for me to attract and create all of the things I had always wanted in my life because I had that new beginning, because I had that fresh start. So stepping into the unknown is such a crazy place, but it's such a beautiful space to be in. So don't fear it. That's always, of course, the first feeling that we're going to go through. It's fearing that space, but it's actually such a beautiful space for growth. It's only the beginning of beautiful things. But you have to see that for yourself. You have to believe that for yourself. Because when you do, you will create that. So I wrote down a few things on why I think we should actually thank the people who have hurt us the most in our lives for any and all types of relationships. Because I believe that when we can live in gratitude, we can experience true fullness and beauty of life because when we experience this gratitude, we learn so many beautiful lessons. So number one, difficult relationships often push us to change our behavior for the better. And feeling helpless, you learn how to take care of yourself. In feeling used, we recognize our worth. And being abused, we develop compassion. In feeling like we're stuck, we realize that there's always a choice. You know, we see all of these things when we look back. And that's why I think we should be grateful for the people who are in our lives because they teach us so many beautiful lessons. If I would have never have felt chosen in a relationship, I wouldn't know how to choose myself. And even though that was the one thing that hurt me the most, it's the greatest honor that I have today. I choose myself. And that's a gift that nobody can give me other than myself. So I am extremely grateful for my past because without it, I wouldn't know how to be so happy alone. I wouldn't know how to choose myself wholeheartedly and love all of who Emily is. Because, you know, I was, I had to change so much of myself for so long. I had to hide so much of myself for so long that it actually taught me that I am enough. I am worthy enough. So sometimes we have to feel these things that we don't want to feel in order to see the other side of it, in order to gain the other side. So 
difficult relationships will push us to change our behavior for the better. So I hope that you can see the goodness in that. So now the second reason why we should thank the people that have hurt us the most in life is because what you learn and who you become is far more important than how you temporarily felt in the first place. Again, bringing ourselves back to that gratitude. You know, that relationship may have seemed like the worst or it may have seen, uh, seemed unbearable at the time, but that feeling is so temporary because what comes after is far more beautiful. The wisdom, the grace, and the knowledge that we have afterwards, those aren't temporary. Those will remain in us. And that's the gift. That's the gift of that quote-unquote person that hurt you, that quote-unquote problem, that gift that we have that freedom after. That knowledge, that wisdom, that grace, they set a foundation for the rest of your life. Now, reason number three on why we should thank the people who have hurt us the most in life is because you don't come across these people by accident. You know, everything in life is so divinely guided that these people are our teachers and catalysts for us becoming the best version of ourselves. And we, when we can see people as that, that's when we truly become the best versions of ourselves. When we see that we're all here in this life to help one another, to better one another. I read this in a book, and I loved that it said this. It said, we're all stars that think they're dying until we realize we're collapsing into supernovas to become more beautiful than ever before. Sometimes we have to go through pain to appreciate what we have and who we are. And that's why I say we cannot have one without the other. We need to see these problems as so much beauty. We need to see these people as these people who have hurt us as beautiful because they lead us to our growth and to our freedom. You know, most times the only way that light can enter us is through our darkness, through our wounds. That's where we can see true light. Most times we don't see the light unless we are going through something that really hurts us or without us feeling in a dark space. That's when we can see our light. We can see that we can make it past these dark moments. Reason number four on why we should thank the people that have hurt us the most in life. Even if it wasn't your fault, it's still your problem. And you get to choose what you do after. To thank them is actually to forgive them. And to forgive them is, is to choose to realize that the other side of resentment is actually wisdom. To find wisdom and pain is to realize that the people who become extraordinary are the ones who acknowledge their pain and they channel it, they use it towards something even greater and better. Not people who acknowledge it and then leave it and just remain as is. So again, that choice at the end 
is beautiful. Choose to forgive others. Choose to forgive what others have done to you, even, even if it's hard. That's when, that's when you know you've experienced true growth. When you can forgive others for being who they are because at the end of the day, we are all just doing the best that we can. So reason number five on why we should thank the people that have hurt us. The people who have been through a lot are often the ones who are kinder and happier. We can extend more grace towards others. We can live more of these free and fulfilled lives because we've been through it. We've experienced the other side. And we can experience more depth of life because we've been through the thickness of our hardships. We haven't just been past it or over it. We are actually experiencing it and healing from it. When you can completely acknowledge all of your feelings and heal from them, that's when we learn and when we grow. It is then that we become more conscious of who we allow in our lives because we realize that our space is to be protected. We work so hard to be in a good space that who we allow in is special. And I am in that space right now where the people who are in my life, they are beyond special. Because I've had so much of what I don't want. I've been so hurt by people that I only allow in people that I am going to wholeheartedly love, even though I've been hurt. And even if they do hurt me, again, I will bring myself back to that space where it was for a reason. What lesson were these people here to teach me? Reason number six on why we should thank the people who have hurt us the most in life. Because they have shown us what we deserve. You know, these relationships didn't actually hurt you. They showed you an unhealed part of yourself. The part that was preventing you from being truly loved. And that's what happens when we finally get past for hurtful experiences and bad relationships. We realize we are worth so much more. And you know what happens next? We choose so much more. We realize how blindly or naively we said yes to someone or gave them our hearts and our minds when we didn't have to. We truly realize how much we deserve. You know, I feel like when you're on this journey, like I remember when I got with my boyfriend, I was dealing with so much like of self-sabotaging myself where I'm like, I don't deserve this. Like, this is too good to be true. But then I came from a relationship where I didn't feel love at all. And then now I feel like these overwhelming, feel beautiful feelings of love where I fully feel loved at all times. And then I'm like, this is too good to be true. Like, but really that's what I have always deserved. So, I mean, obviously like I, you know, th therapy and like, just self-reflection has really helped me get past that, but we truly learn what we deserve by making, let's say, wrong, 
I don't want to say wrong, but, but just by making choices that don't serve us. You know, choosing our partner is actually one of the most important choices that we can make. But it's always knowing that we have a choice, whether we remain in this relationship or we don't. There's always that beautiful choice for you to have what you deserve. And I can tell you firsthand that because of my past choices, I am now in a relationship that I truly feel like I deserve, where I feel fully loved, I feel fully enough, I feel so worthy, I feel chosen every day. And that's everything. You know, because I gave myself so much to someone in my past, now I give myself fully to myself because that's what I lacked my whole life, loving myself and putting myself first. So these people that hurt us will always, if we see it that way, they can lead us to showing us what we deserve. Reason number seven on why we should thank the people who have hurt us the most in life. I believe that truly coming to peace with anything is being able to say thank you for that experience. Again, I am so incredibly grateful for the last decade of my life. I wouldn't be who I am today without it. Truly, when I think of it, of course, don't get me wrong, I've had so many moments of anger, like, how could this person have done that to me? How could this person have not chosen me? How can this person have not made me feel loved? But ultimately, it was the lack of love that I had for myself for staying in something like that until I realized how strong and brave I was to choose myself. And then what came after was me attracting the love that I deserve. So there's so many beautiful steps towards achieving the lives that we want. But I think starting with that space of gratitude is such a beautiful space to start. Because to fully move on from anything, you have to be able to recognize what purpose it served and how it made you a better person. If you're not at that space, that's okay. But work towards getting there. Work towards changing that narrative in your mind that everything was against you and that everything is terrible because everything is good. And again, it will lead you towards the things that you deserve. Until that moment, you'll only continue to convince yourself on how much worse, on how much like worse it made your life. And if you're still in that space, then you're not on the other side. And that's okay. Again, we need to go through what we need to go through. We need to feel the way that we need to feel. We need to experience whatever it is that we need to experience. But pay attention. Align yourself with love. Align yourself with God. And then we can see the goodness of these things. To fully accept your life, the highs and the lows, the good and the bad, it is to be grateful for all of it. And to know that the good teaches you well, but the bad teaches you even better. So I leave you today with the hope that you will change this narrative of your life. And you will see the goodness 
of all of the bad that comes into your life because it can bring about so many beautiful things. When a flower dies, it's just a new space for you to replant an even more beautiful garden. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It was my honor to share this with you. I hope that it resonates with so many of you. I hope that you share it with somebody that you love and that needs to hear it. And I send you so much love on your healing journey. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, love you.